Welcome to another episode of the Alicast, episode 10 to be precise. Of course, you all know who I am, your host, Phantom Alicar, bringing you the latest and greatest in gaming news, anime news, movie news, TV news, and sometimes music. Um, and I have a couple of announcements before we get started today, because today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm here to talk to people today. I'm here to actually uh and engage with certain with certain content creators i'm here to engage with being that certain content creator uh myself and hopefully y'all can relate but before we get into it the announcements uh i will be bringing one of these every single monday so make sure you stay tuned every single monday at 9 a.m and every single tuesday on youtube uh uh at 9 a.m. Uh, mountain time, both mountain time. So just make sure you stay tuned for that. Also, starting on uh, October, starting in October, I will be bringing uh, unseen content, extra content from the Alleycast to my Patreon, which will be in the description below on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube, you can go check it out. And for just as low as a dollar, a dollar a month, you can get all of that, all of that extra content. Now the extra content I will be posting every other week. So like how I did these main episodes is how I'm going to run uh, the Patreon from now on. It'll also feature other stuff eventually, but, um, like I said, just make sure you go there. Make sure you subscribe to support. Um, like I said, it's as little as a dollar for you to get all that extra content. So I would greatly appreciate it if you so choose. Uh, also, I have merch links as well for the Alicast gear as well as Phantom gear that you can come and you can check out the stores for. Um, other than that, let's get started. So today's topic it's not news. It's something that, um, it's something I've been really thinking about. If you listen to the last episode where I had young mesh on, we were talking a little bit about the journeys of streaming. And I got to, I got to really thinking about this because like, I know there's probably a lot of people that can relate to a lot of the things that I'm actually going to be talking about today. Um, which is being a small streamer, which is, uh, there's a myriad of different, feelings from people that that a myriad of different feelings that people may have uh there may, may be a lot of experiences a lot of different experiences that small content creators have as a whole as, as, as like a small twitch streamer um and before i even get into it i always say this i always say this i am not a stream doctor i'm just not i'm not in any position to help anybody uh, improve their streams, especially now when I'm still trying to work on that myself. Um, I'm just here to relate. I'm here to talk to anybody that, that feels like, uh, that honestly feels like, you know, certain ways or maybe, uh, or maybe you would like to engage on some of your experiences with being, uh, small streamers or, are working your way up to mid, uh, uh, medium size or large, larger streamers. You know what I mean? So, um, just to give you a little bit about my background as a small streamer, I started off on a platform called mixer. If nobody is familiar with that, I'm sure every one of you is familiar with that though. 
Um, Mixer was supposed to be the answer to Twitch, which Twitch for a very long time before, before even Mixer was even thought of was one of the biggest, was, was the biggest streaming platform to be on. Um, of course, you know, all the big names that you can find on Twitch, uh, at, at that particular point in time, you could, you like, that's who they were known for. Um, also like the content the content game on, on, on Twitch before Mixer, I would say wasn't as, um, it wasn't as diverse as it is today. It was definitely, it was definitely a lot, a lot. Um, uh, how do I say you wouldn't find a lot of the things I'll say you wouldn't find a lot of the things that you find today on Twitch back then. So Mixer was supposed to be the answer to Twitch. Of course, you had uh, the same type of things that you would find on Twitch, just in a smaller, a smaller group setting. So, of course, you had a lot of gamers on there. You had people that played music. Uh, I don't know if they had uh, anybody because they had like really, really strict clothing, uh, strict clothing um, rules for their TOS. So I don't remember if there was anybody that would get on and do like inappropriate stuff that you would deem like hot tubs and stuff like that. Uh, it was mainly like more communicate, uh, more community based. So like, if you weren't looking for like the extra stuff to come in with the community on Twitch, because like a lot of big content creators, even at this, but at, at that particular point in time, were known for toxicity. Uh, it just comes with the territory, but if you aren't looking for that, then like mixer was the place to go. So, um, I started off on mixer. Um, what was I gaming on back then? I can't remember what I was gaming on. If, if they saved the VODs, I really wish they saved the VODs. Uh, I would be able to tell you I was, I started off. I know for a fact as a, as a variety streamer, and it was a little bit harder to grow on mixer because there, it wasn't as big as a, of a platform as, as Twitch, Twitch was the, again, the king of streaming at the time. So I streamed on uh, mixer for the better part of, I'd say about three years, maybe. Uh, I started off in 2019. Uh, I began to grow a little bit until I met a team, which I am very good friends with the leader of this team. I'm very good friends with now to this day. I need to check in on him. Actually, I want to get him on the show eventually, but, um, uh, I met a, I met a guy on, on Twitter because like on Twitter, uh, people would hit me up because like, if you're, if you're, if you know, as a content creator of any kind, you'll get all kinds of messages. Like you want to grow your channel. You want to do this. You want to do that. You want to do such and such. You want to join this to help grow your team. I was very skeptical, skeptical, very, very skeptical of, um, but I decided to take a chance on this particular message because this message stood out. This message stood out from the rest of them. It didn't sound like a copy pasted deal from like some made up page or anything like this. It sounded like genuine, like, yo, this is a bunch of really cool people, uh, all trying to grow their streams and we'd love to collab. We'd love to just hang out, chill, talk. And to this day, to this day, I'm still very good friends with, with 
with these said people. The team was called Dupe Stars, so you can go check them out at any point in time. But check them out on Twitter. Check them out on Facebook Gaming because that's where Duke is. The Duke is on Facebook Gaming, killing it right now. He is absolutely destroying it right now on on um, Facebook. Make sure you go check him out. But I met them. Uh, I grew up and I was starting to grow. And there were things that I began to notice. It wasn't in the t- within the team, though. It was within the platform itself. It was the fact that, so for one, you never knew who was a genuine, like a genuine viewer. You never knew unless they actually commented in the, uh, commented in the chat. Two, revenue on the platform as a whole got passed around like hot potato. So if somebody gave you that it was called embers for anybody who never streamed on Mixer, it was called embers. And if you got past some embers and you wanted to support somebody else, the embers that you got passed from to you then went to them and then from them, so on and so forth until it stopped at like one of the bigger, the bigger content creators. So that's two, uh, three people really became very reliant on, um, on hosting. Hosting was a very, very big thing on mixer to try and make it, um, somewhere around that time when I started, um, and I had kind of did a little stuff, something with it, like before, before these events took place, but around this time they began to pick up people like shroud and ninja and all the big the big twitch streamers and and contract deals to get people to come onto the platform which i thought was a little suspicious like because why would you need why would you why wouldn't you go to your own like and they why wouldn't you go to your own to sign uh when there were plenty of people on mixer that could have represented something they could have done something but what they were initially doing was trying to take take from twitch's pockets and what ended up happening was is that all of the people that would have been supported as small time streamers well now you have most of the viewers going to uh you have most of the viewers going to these bigger streamers these bigger streamers who attract so many more, so much more out of the community that was already not nearly as big as Twitch's, right? So now we have that problem. Eventually, uh, I continued to stream. I think I before before it closed down, uh, I was at like three twenty five, three hundred and twenty five uh, on the follows at that at that particular point in time, and still very 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 difficult to get anybody to engage. Um, and I think, yes, it was two weeks. So I got fed up after a while because not because of anybody, but like the platform that I was on and realizing what was actually happening. And yeah, they'll say, you'll say it's your responsibility to actually get some of this stuff going. But I mean, there's some responsibility on the platform itself to actually facilitate some of this stuff too. Like if they were to facilitate, uh, certain things uh like um i don't know what would have actually i i couldn't tell you what would have done mixer really good um because of the simple fact that like mixer was just 
it was struggling so hard to keep up with with such a platform that was a, a, a Goliath in the streaming in the streaming uh, platform at the time, like such a Goliath in the market at the time. Like it, I don't see any way that they could actually keep up. So two weeks before the announcement that uh, Mixer would be shutting down, I decided I would move to Twitch and I had already had like a Twitch um I had already had like a Twitch account because I started one for the old podcast named the geeks and the peaks. Uh, and I don't know if it's still up on Spotify or not, but you could check out all the old episodes that we ever posted. Well, not all of them because we didn't post everything on Spotify, but that's besides the point. So I decided to start for probably about a month. I, I went for about a month. I gained a, I gained a few followers from, from there uh, and I was very nervous because like I, when I think Twitch, I think toxic. I think that there's nothing but toxicity. Right. And that's, that's no fault of anybody. Like that's no fault of everybody on that platform. That is the fault of the people, uh, the big, the big streamers that made it look that way. Right. But that's not the case. Um, and I found that out. Uh, later on, which I will get into, but I streamed there for a month. I got, I got, uh, I got a few followers and then I decided because after, after Mixer shut down, uh, they moved everybody to Facebook gaming. So I said, you know what? I already put in all this work. I'm going to go to Facebook gaming. I'm going to go and I'm going to, uh, work this out. I'm going to see how this works. And for a while, things were really great. Um, I streamed there for about a year. I streamed on Facebook gaming for about a year. I amassed a following of about 1k over uh, just over 1k, which was, which was dope. Uh, they had a lot of tools that you could use to help get your, get your, uh, stream out there. Also, it wasn't as oversaturated either at the time either. So like you didn't have like a whole lot of people playing like the most popular you didn't have a bunch of people playing like old games or the most popular games you had a lot of people that were playing like mobile games and of course you had like fortnite and so on and so forth with the battle royale right you know the natural the normal shit um so i streamed there for a year i think within about a half a year i started suffering issues because people from across seas were trying to hit my channel for in-game music that the developers made. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like any uh any copyright music or anything. These were this these were songs within the games that I kept getting hit for by companies overseas that didn't even make sense. And I actually had to do a lot of research into these companies just to figure out that hey, they had nothing to do with these, right? So I could I could uh I could contest it. A lot of it a lot of them I, I contested and got it knocked out, got the strikes knocked out, whatever. There were a couple I couldn't towards the end, but I'll get into that momentarily. There were times, though, where Facebook would just downright shut my streams down without even telling me. So I'd be in the middle of a stream, and then all of a sudden, I'd get like a random notification on my, uh, on my, uh, uh, OBS telling me that uh, Facebook shut me down for in-game music. And I'm just like, wait, I'm just playing the Legend of Zelda. What the fuck does that have to do with 
with with any with any copyright deal. And I think around this time, like uh, this was around the time when the Nintendas were uh, were made known. Um, and so from that point on, uh, you know, I guess you had to be really careful at that time about what you did with anything Nintendo. I, I believe that was around the time they were taking down people's content from, for, from, from like soundtracks to anybody making, uh, anybody making videos on Nintendo that wasn't educational and shit like that. Like Nintendo was just on a whole fucking, like they were on something else around that time. Um, so to continue, I've, I, I, I continue my streaming process anyway, you know, because, because I'm prepared to ride this train till I'm prepared to ride, ride this vehicle till the wheels fall off. Well, I start something uh, towards the end of my my uh, my journey with Facebook gaming, I start something called a block party, where I invite all the I invited everybody all the viewers on to play uh, games like Among Us, uh, Quiplash, and Goose Goose Duck, uh, and everything's going pretty good until, uh, of course, uh, Inner Sloth has issues with with uh uh with keeping up their keeping up with their servers i'm pretty sure a lot of you had those experiences as well um uh, i also got hit for for in-game music on that too which that i i definitely fought that one i fought that one on several occasions let me tell you um i uh also um had to fight goose goose duck music which i could not fight against that one stuck unless i de- unless i deleted the video um and which i wasn't happy that i had to delete the video anyway i mean it, it is what it is and i think towards the end things started to slow down and i had just had enough so i moved to twitch early early this year january january of this year i moved to twitch uh, and I continue my journey from there. I, uh, I amassed quite a following. I met quite a few cool people again. Like if, if you think Twitch is toxic, like you're only getting a piece of the pie. And that's what I'll, I'll, I'll say is that you're, you, you'll get some toxicity from time to time, but you, it's not all toxic. There's actually a lot of really cool people on Twitch and actually Twitch was Twitch people were very welcoming to anybody who came from mixer too so it was just a surprise like oh man like because when mixer to go back to mixer like uh people didn't know what they were gonna do people were stuck people were just like oh my god this is how i make my living and and and, and I, I was doing so well like i don't want to start over i don't know where i'm gonna go i don't know what platform i'm gonna oh my god i'm having a meltdown and at the end of the day twitch the people at twitch uh, who had been streaming on Twitch for a while, they were very, very, very welcoming. Like they introduced their communities to, uh, to, uh, anybody from Mixer. And you know, it was the same deal for me. Like they, they, they were very, very welcoming. So I've met, uh, quite a few people. I've met the groups that try to help, help, uh, gain followers. I've met groups that, uh, that network I've met, I've met quite a bit. And, Actually, that helped me out 
with a lot of with a lot of the following but uh eventually there comes a time where you realize like and i kind of forgot this too because when i first started out in any content creating i would this it was never my intention to actually stream full time like it was never my intention to do so it was never my intention to make streaming the number one source it was always meant to be secondary or or the third uh, third on the bench so um somewhere along the line i start to which is actually like around now i that which is where i'm at um i start to realize that hey I've hit this brick wall uh, as a small content creator. I'm currently sitting at, as we speak right now, and I've been streaming on um, uh, on Twitch for the last nine months, uh, which to, to kind of give you clarity, I reached affiliate within like two months of me being back on there. So I reached affiliate with the help of some really cool people. Of course, you're always gonna have some people that are really cool to help. And, uh, after that, like I kept growing in follows, but there's a brick wall somewhere. So as of right now, we're sitting at 190. I'm, I'm sitting currently at 190. Uh, I'm starting to realize that, you know, streaming isn't everything. Uh, and I've been doing it for a while. Um, uh, and I have reached a kind of burnout, but not really a burnout, more so like a realization of, of sorts. And, and we're going to get into that today in today's topic. So that was kind of like, that was just me kind of giving you a little bit of a background so that you all, you all can recognize that, you know, I do relate to a lot of, of, uh, as a small streamer, I can actually relate to a lot of the things that you all are talking about. And do I have advice, uh, having been on multiple platforms, I do have advice. I'm not recommending any of it like to anybody starting off maybe but anybody in my position right uh to anybody in my position like i feel your pain and we're gonna go over some of the things that um that you might feel starting off in your streaming and this is mainly towards my twitch people because i i can't speak towards facebook i can speak towards facebook gaming as well having been there but i i don't know uh, what the landscape looks like after, after not having not been there for like nine months, I couldn't tell you what the landscape looks like there. Besides like some of the people have faced some, some of the people I know from there have also faced some of the things that I've, I have faced, like getting your stream shut down, getting struck from music, all that good jazz. Um, so, uh, we're going to go into it for, for my people on Twitch, because like, these are things that, these are things that, you know, I, some of these things I felt you might've felt the opposite. I'm going to go into the things I felt and some of the things that you might feel that might be opposite or the same. All right. So we're going to get into starting off on Twitch, which you're going to see a lot of things. You, this is what I felt like. And I said this at the beginning, I felt I felt nervous. I felt uh, insecure because like, again, when you hear Twitch, I think toxic because that's what the bigger, the bigger streamers have led people to believe because you see all this stuff in the headlines. You see, you see people creating YouTube videos about these people. Uh, and it just doesn't look that appealing to certain people. 
But at the same time, if you are the opposite, you might feel excited because you're looking around at Twitch and you're just like, wow, so much content to be made. So much, so many things to be had. Like, what do I, where do I even begin? Right? Like there's so many things that, that go into when you first start off. Like you're thinking of a lot of things too. You're thinking of equipment. You're thinking of logos to be made. What'll make my stream the most appealing. Um, and which I will say that personality probably helps. Right. Uh, and I, it's something because I have like a little outline here to kind of, to, to help guide me with this, but the truth of them, I didn't put this in my outline, but the truth of the matter is like personality is every fucking thing. It seems like personality is like the most. And if you don't have personality, it's probably best to like back away for a little bit to try and figure yourself out. Um, so you'll go on, you'll start, uh, of course you go on to the sides and we'll, let's take a look at this for a second. You'll see all the insights, right? You'll get all the little insights, achievements, all that good jazz. So it'll tell you like how many people have viewed your stream when you first stream. When you first start off, you probably won't have many. You might have one or two. Uh, if you're, if you're a real, if you're one of those people that like draws people in, you might have more. It, it all just depends, right? There's all kinds of people. Uh, and, and this is stuff that I have taken from, taken away from just having viewed and talked with many communities. Like there's a lot more people that will view a small time streamer than a large one because they feel like, uh, they're getting engaged with, uh, they feel like they're more connected with the streamer, right? Uh, but you won't meet that until like maybe around your first, first month, maybe, maybe less, maybe a little less. Uh, it just depends on you. Right? So you look at all of these, you look at your insights, you look at your achievements. The first thing that you'll notice is, so it begins. So it begins, uh, start your first stream, explore the dashboard, update your streamer title, update your categories. Like, like these are like little incentives that like when you look at this stuff, it's just like, Oh, that's easy. You can get that achievement and achievements because like it's been ingrained in us for so long in the gaming space, like achievements, trophies, you name it, whatever it is, it's been ingrained in us now for like the, the better part of over a decade now, almost two decades now that achievements and anything in gaming or anything in this space is great, is a great feeling. And so then, you, you receive your first achievement and then you start looking around at the other, which is path to affiliate. And you're just like, well, wow, this might be easier than I thought. Of course, getting those follows is, uh, and this is another thing I didn't put in my outline either, but getting to the follows is like, it can either be really easy or it could be really difficult depending on who you are and what your, what your brand is about, what your content, what kind of content you're creating, what kind of personality that you have. It, it really just depends, right? If this path to affiliate could either be really easy for you, it could be difficult. So reaching 50, of course, reaching 50 followers, uh, streaming for eight hours, which is really easy. I mean, you, you could get on for a day and clear that one out. Um, streaming on seven different days. You can clear that out in a week. Um, but then it starts to get a little tricky once we get down to this, uh, once we get down to the average viewers, right? Once we get down to the average viewers, you then start to hit this kind of, it's not a 
brick wall per se, but man, if you don't have the help or you don't have the, uh, or if you don't have the, uh, uh, if you don't have the, the knack for bringing people in this average, uh, average reaching an average of three viewers can be really difficult, especially as you get up in followers, because a part of this algorithm, this nice little, this nice little trap of an algorithm here is that the more followers you get this, let's say you have 20, right? You have 20 followers. If you get three followers out of 20 and you get that every day and you keep 20 every day, you'll actually, you'll actually have reached this pretty fast. But the more followers you get, this you start to realize is a percentile. This is percentile based. And don't ask me because I suck at math, but this is really percentile based. So as you see, Average of three viewers in 0 0.03 hours streamed. And you start to think, well, what the hell does that mean? And it's just like, wait, 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 wait. And you can have three viewers in your stream. And you know what? It still would not add up to one viewer. So on, the, on one hand, it looks like you have three viewers. But what they're really doing is they're looking at the timing of each viewer. So they've not only added in like the, the, the amount of viewers, but those three viewers actually have to stay in the whole time. And guess what? If you are trying to stream for eight hours, it's, it's hard to stay entertaining. If you're not that person and you're just starting out, it's hard to sit down for eight hours and actually maintain an entertainment type and be entertaining. It's absolutely hard to do anybody that's trying to stream. I'm not, here to kill people's fucking dreams either but i i am here to be realistic if you think that it is as simple as sitting your happy ass down and playing a video game or sitting your happy ass down and staring at staring at chat that you, you will probably not get within your first few months streaming you are dead fucking mistaken in thinking that's going to be easy you're also dead mistaken in thinking that it's it's going to uh, get any better by not, by not realizing that either. Um, so this right here, when you start looking at how many people are in your streams and you start, uh, and you start to pick apart like the timing, because which you can find in your insights as well. How many people stay or how long do the, does the average viewer stay into your, in your stream? This is not as easy as you think it is to get there. And so and that is like the reason why these groups come in, um, like the, like the networking for networking, which I'll get into and the follow for follow groups. I'll get into more of that in a minute, but the follow for follow groups, which is actually against TOS, uh, which is supposed to help you gain like the follows, but they don't necessarily help you with the, uh, with the, with the viewership, uh, Essentially what follow for follow is, is like, uh, it's almost like mixer. It's almost like the hosting system in mixer. It's almost like the bots that come in and view uh, bots that come in for viewership. It, it's essentially just like that. Right? So this seems hard 
And for some people, it seems far away. And for some of us, like I said, it took me a couple of months to get there. For some, it took a month. Uh, for some, it took like three weeks. Uh, it, it just depends on who you are. But you reach affiliate, and it feels great. It feels great at first because now you get ads. You get incentives to ads. Uh, and you get, and I should have, I, I actually have these in the opposite in the opposite uh, ends on my outline, but you get the ads for incentive to gain, uh, to gain uh, revenue for ad splits and everything, which sounds great if you don't know the math, but once you start to know the math uh, and you realize you're not really getting that big of a cut on your ad revenue, even now, even now that they've switched it to where uh, uh, affiliates get more incentive on on ads, you have to you have to be on for a certain amount of time to even reach the the amount of ad revenue that you would hope to make. You would have to stay on. I think, and I think if I'm not mistaken, and you all can correct me on this if I'm wrong. Anybody that's a anybody that's a content creator can or, or a small streamer can can uh, correct me on this if I'm wrong. But I believe that you have to at least run six six ads on your stream if i'm not mistaken to even qualify for anything i could very well be wrong about this and i could look it up right now but i kind of have this little this little chart up here and i'm making excuses so fuck it i'll make the excuses but anyway uh you have to stay on for a, a while to even get what you're hoping to make as far as uh as uh uh, av uh ad revenue right and so then it sounds great because you're making the money. Also, you have subs, which you get, uh, which is a 50, 50, uh, a 50, 50, uh, revenue split, uh, as, as a, as an affiliate. Um, and well, and this is something I didn't put in either. Getting that first sub is not the easiest deal in the world. And I will tell you why. The reason why, in the times that we're in now, and depending on what kind of content you are creating, who the fuck wants to pay to watch somebody sit on their ass? Who does? Um, and there could be a myriad of different reasons too. And I mean, like, there's a lot of people. Let's be honest here. Let's let's just be fucking honest. Anybody who gets on in this platform wants to make money. Let's be real. People want to make money. Uh, that may be different for some people. Some maybe some people's brands is built differently. I've seen people that uh they only want to make money for like certain donations, uh, to to donate to certain charities. I've seen uh, people that only want to make money to give back to the community. I have seen these things. This is not, but, but either way, you are looking to make money when you start this. So once you get to this certain point of, of affiliate, you start to get excited because you're just like, you know what? I can start to actually get somewhere now. But then after that, you get to the next achievement because we're still in that. We're still in the achievements and insights. Um, you get to path to partner and it just, I don't know about y'all, 
But after a while, affiliate doesn't feel like anything. Affiliate feels like nothing. Because as a partner, you get so much more out of it. You get so many more incentives out of out of just being a partner than you do as an affiliate. Like you get extra stuff like emotes. You get uh as an affiliate, you get emotes, you get subs, you get ads, uh you get chat you, uh what is it? Uh you get certain you get redeemable points. You can redeem uh you can redeem badges and all that good jazz, shit like that, right? But it doesn't feel like anything. And I've been an affiliate for shit, I'm sucking at math. Eight months? It doesn't feel like anything. It just feels like I'm a regular ass fucking streamer. And so then we go back to the achievements and the insights, and it's just like you're so focused. You can you can either go in two different directions once you start, once you look at this. You can continue to look at the insights and you can focus on the viewership count, which I have learned not to look at these insights, but the viewership counts are so hard for me to get out of, right? It is very difficult for me not to look at the viewership count. You can obsess. It's very easy to become obsessed with these, with these achievements, which are garbage. These achievements are straight garbage. It's a gimmick. It, it's just like I said, said in the last episode, it is a gimmick to keep you going in the Twitch, in the Twitch space. Twitch does not want you anywhere else. I don't care how many times they change their rules. And Twitch continues to change. They've been changing now for the last three years. Or, or the most, they've actually changed the most these last three years. It is insane to me. The DMCA shit. The where partners can stream. Like, keep in mind, we are seeing this, this new, these new rules, right? Like, Partners can now stream on different platforms. And then you're finding out, well, they always could. You get to TOS on, on affiliate and you, and it says you're not allowed to live stream anywhere else. And we are, we, and we, and you are not to post any of your content that you've created here for 24 hours. I've never really seen them follow that rule, to be honest. So they really haven't changed anything except for like DMCA shit and the fact that they're taking out the host, the hosting system in here, which is actually pretty convenient, which I have no idea why they would even, why they would even, um, why they would even take that out because like, I can't like, I don't know about y'all. I can't be live for that long to go raid somebody else. Like why the fuck, unless you put in auto rating, like, why the fuck are you taking out auto hosting? I have like a few people on my auto host list that I feel are really great streamers. And I feel like that if I'm not there, then they deserve that time to shine. Right? So fuck it. Why are you, why are you taking that out? I cannot be on live and keep track of rating for myself. So it's another gimmick to keep you on this platform for as long as possible to hold your attention. And it's just not possible, especially if you have personal lives, you, I'm sure a lot of you have personal lives. You like to go hang out with your friends. You got jobs. You got bills to pay. You have families, possibly. Like, there's so many different aspects to this that just looks funny, and it just looks like a big-ass fucking gimmick, right? So Twitch keeps changing, and then 
for some of y'all, y'all might be growing at a faster rate than others. Well, let me talk to the ones that aren't growing at such a faster rate. Maybe, and I didn't put this in my outline either, but um, you might be looking to advice from, from bigger content creators, from bigger streamers, right? And they tell you all this kind of stuff like follow for follow doesn't really work. And I'm going to tell you like this, like network for network is not fucking greatest either. Um, and the reason why is because there a lot of the time that you are doing networking for networking. I, I, I'll give you the difference for follow for follow. Follow for follow is uh, if somebody, let's say you follow somebody and they follow you back, that only benefits you. Like these, some of the, a lot of these people on these follow for follows are not there for you. They are there for them. And we forget that they are streamers just as well as you are. Say what you want. Say what you want. You're in competition constantly. I don't give a fuck how many friends you make that are streamers. You are still in competition. And the greatest way, and I think that's like one of the one of the 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 aspects of networking for networking that is supposed to be great is that when you network for network, you're supposed to be able to collab. You're supposed to be able to meet other streamers and actually come together. But if you have most of if but if you are in a community of networking for networking that is mostly streamers and there is very few viewers, that is very pointless to have. And so then it starts to look like a follow for follow sequence. Uh, it starts to almost look like a follow for follow system at the same time. So you're a small streamer and you're having a hard time. You've hit a brick wall. Um, and so you start looking to some of these, some of these uh, networking for networking, maybe follow for follow. It just depends on who it is. You start looking at them. They're not really helping you either because you know, you, you might get a few follows out of it, but, but it's not really helping you as far as is in terms of views, which is very important. Mind you, like your, your viewers, your viewers are important. Uh, if you're trying to reach partner, uh, follows not so much. Uh, like if you have like, like I have 190, right. But if I have, if I have out of 190, let's say, out of 190, I have 80 people that come into my stream and watch me. Uh, and this also includes like unique follows. Like I can gain followers from that. Also, you're trying to market yourself in these. Uh, you're trying to market yourself heavily in these networking for networking spaces and these follow for follow spaces. And you keep spamming and spamming and spamming and spamming and spamming. And you're spamming your name so fucking much. Nobody even wants to fucking see you anymore. Like. And I, and I have definitely been guilty of this. Like, if you go to my Twitter page, like, that's all you'll see is me just, well, I'm on now, 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 I'm on now. And eventually people just stop. Like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, stop fucking spamming this shit, right? Uh, and in turn, you want to create on a different platform. And, like, again, you're listening to bigger content creators and they're telling you, you need to go create YouTube videos or you need to get on TikTok. You need to get on this shit. And you're listening to this stuff and you're trying your best to do it. And it's still not working. It feels like it's just not working. And you're just wondering what you're doing wrong. And you're wondering how, how, how you can get people to go to Twitch. Here's the truth. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just say it like this. There's a, there's, Twitch has a lot of viewership. Not nearly as much as YouTube, though. And with Twitch's reputation for what they've been doing, I could imagine that there's a lot of people that probably don't want to go to Twitch. I can honestly see that. I could see that Twitch's reputation has been so 
so corrupt, so corrupted by whatever's going up at the top with Emmett Shear and all that stuff. If nobody knows who Emmett Shear is, it's because he never shows his fucking face ever. I've only seen his face twice on stream. And they host, Twitch hosts their own streams talking about their TOS and everything that's going to change, right? But that's besides the point. With a reputation like Twitch's, I, it does not shock me as if you go to a different platform and you try to pull them over because they don't want to come over. I would not be surprised by that. And so you feel like you're, you're, you're being held to one platform because, well, you can't live stream to another. They still don't want you to multi-stream. I don't care. And, and honestly, you can. And, I, and from what I understand, you always could stream to other platforms. You just couldn't multi-stream to other platforms while you were on Twitch. And they say that you can't multi-stream because it's quality, and that's only half true. The truth of the matter is, is that while they do want you to have, they, while while they they don't want you to have bad quality because they're afraid it makes them look bad, they also uh, don't want you on another platform. Still, they don't want to be there for it. That's almost like that's almost like getting cheated on right in front of your face to them. Like you're in the middle of the action of cheating and your girlfriend or your boyfriend is sitting right there and they have to watch that and they don't want to see that. But you can, you can, you can multi-stream to TikTok, which TikTok is arguably bigger than Twitch at this moment. Even in like, they're, they're known for short, for short, uh, for short form content. But man, their 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 live streaming, their live streaming is actually blowing up now. The difference is I've heard from bigger, I've heard watching like bigger content creators on TikTok because I'm not a very big TikTok content creator. Like I have a few videos here and there, but I only use the shit for advertising, right? I've heard that you're still not getting paid, or, or, or that you can get paid, but you can get paid from live streaming. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's very confusing. Like on one hand, I've seen people get paid from TikTok. On the other hand, I've seen bigger content creators say that they're not getting paid. So it's very hard unless I look at the TOS and see what's going on. I have not done my research. I'm not going to speak on that. I'll, I'm, I'll speak on it when I have more research and I have more experience with TikTok. Um, so you're, you feel like you're being held to one platform. You can live stream to anywhere else that you want. You can go to Trovo. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Facebook Gaming. You can go. Uh, you can go just about anywhere. Uh, you can even go to Alt uh, Alt Tech and go and and do shit, right? But it's taking up a lot of your timing. YouTube is taking up a lot of your timing. A lot of these, a lot of the insights to go back to the insights and achievement does take up your time. It takes a lot of timing. And so where you hear like now, like people, and I know a lot of you probably don't care, but if you listen to people like Pokemon or Ninja or anybody else that's taking a quote unquote break from streaming, they'll tell you that you're putting in, you're putting in quite a bit. Uh, shout out to Devin Nash, because like, if I didn't have like, if we didn't have people like him to, to speak in between to be the in-between guy, like we would never 
Like, honestly, we would never understand half of the shit that's going on. Um, so shout out to people like him. Shout out to any of the big content creators that have spoken out um, uh, about timing because you really, really, really do. Like, they, they have a system that is just, it makes you believe, and this is where the gimmick comes in, the system that they have with these insights and these and these achievements are out to make you believe that this is the end all be all of your life. Like you have to create this to be a big time. You have to be on this platform and, uh, and, and, and fulfill these achievements to be in this bigger space. And the problem with this is, is that again, you can become so fucking obsessed with this shit that you lose sight of everything else that could be important or that actually is important, like actually creating content, for instance, which is not easy to do. That's something else that people don't tell you is that when you go on to create content, it's not as easy as people make it out to be. Like there is so much planning that goes into content, right? Like even for these Alicasts, like they like they are not the most sophisticated as far as content goes, but man, even this kind of content is very hard to do. You got to plan out. You got to make sure all your stuff is right. Like there's so much into it. And I, I, I can do more behind the scenes, uh, in Patreon. I'm not going to do that here. Um, but there's so much that goes into this that people don't really understand. Uh, even just having a personality, like I get, like, let me call myself out for a second, right? I know my voice probably isn't the greatest to fucking hear, but you know what? I believe in, I believe in my brand and I've had to sit down as a small streamer and actually understand what my brand actually is and what I'm trying to bring to the table. So fuck all that. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what I sound like. I don't give a fuck about that. What I am interested in is what my brand is bringing. Uh, so, and, and, and when you're taking so much of your time to sit there and live stream for so many days of the week and so many hours out of those days, you're not really actually thinking of it. So like I began to actually, and I began to actually see like, oh shit, I'm doing quantity over quality. And that's not what I came into this for. I didn't come into, to live stream as a full-time streamer. Fuck that dude. Like my goal has always been to create a brand in the gaming space or in nerddom period that is actually relatable to people, to what people actually, to, to what people actually care about and what they don't care about. Right. Um, and I'm not able to do that in, in live streaming. And some of y'all probably feel that way too. Like y'all been streaming for so long and it's just like, it's not getting me anywhere. You're listening to, again, you're listening to the big stream. You're listening, you're listening to big content creators. And they're just like, well, none of this shit is working. Some of, some people it does work though. And maybe it's just like, maybe it's the comprehension because it's not, it's not enough for them to just tell you, right. But you got to be able to comprehend everything that they're saying. Uh, and if you can't comprehend it, it's just not gonna, it's not gonna get through to you. Right. So eventually you finally hit the burnout. Uh, and I have a tweet. I have a tweet, um, that I was introduced to this morning. Um, and I didn't realize, I didn't realize how important this tweet was. 
but I want to show y'all because this works both ways. And it goes back into what I was saying about like spamming your spamming your links and spamming uh, every time that you're you're getting on and all that stuff. Because this is this is probably something that you know it's it it also goes into the quantity over quality, um, which says as a content creator, especially as a streamer. You might not think about you might not think about it, but viewer burnout is a thing. If your viewers know that you will be you will always be live for six to eight hours every day, many might get tired after a while. They might not feel the urge to be in the stream. Sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. So you don't have to do daily streams. And that's the point. Because not only do we get burned out, but your viewers can get burned out too. It's very easy. And let me, let me show you something. Because this is my Twitter page. This is, this is what I'm doing. This is a constant deal right here. And people probably get tired of it. Let's be, let's be honest about it, right? And so when you start to think about these kinds of things, when you look at this, because as a content creator, if you're not thinking about the viewers, then what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? This is a thing. And that's why I've decided to cut my streaming, my streaming time down. There's no reason for me to be on every day. I've got other things to do anyway. Like I don't, I get on at two every day because that's when I have time to do so. That's, that's genuinely why I get on every day. At that time, that's the only time I have time to do it. But after a while, like streaming at two, for two hours, maybe three, four, sometimes if I have more time, it doesn't do anything. I'm not really creating anything. I'm just sitting there and I'm not being productive. That's something I didn't put on either. It's productivity. Are we doing stuff that's productive on stream? And sometimes productivity like that's very, very, very subjective. Like that could be so much as bringing a smile to somebody's face to informing people. Like there's a lot of things that, that it could be right. So my advice to anybody that's starting out, I just, I just want to say this. Like I said, again, I'm not a stream doctor, but I am saying that before you start, or if you're already there, Take a look at yourself. Look back at your streams. Listen to your content. If you don't feel that it's truly valuable, then what are you putting out? Ask yourself, what am I actually putting out? What am I actually doing that is productive? What is it about me that is actually, that is actually doing something for somebody else? What is it? that I'm doing this for, what is my brand about? And if you can't answer any of those questions, if you find it hard, I hate to say it, but maybe you got to put down the mic. Maybe you got to put down the camera. It is very easy to want to do something. And I did this. I, I discussed this on Facebook before I left was that you can love the business but the business might not love you. Uh, and this kind of goes into that. 
because you can love it. But when you love something, you put your passion into it and you try everything and it's not working. What are you going to do? And, and, and again, I'm not here to kill anybody's fucking dreams because I felt this way. I'm telling you all, like as, as, as a small content creator, as a small streamer, I felt this way and I have had to sit back and look at myself and ask myself, which is partially why what's actually, which is why I'm doing this episode this way. It's because it is difficult. It is difficult to sit there and know what you're actually bringing to the table. It is difficult to understand that there are rules of engagement every time that you hit this camera and that you put, you put lip to mic and everything like that. Like it is very difficult to remember that stuff. So, and it might feel good with the, the fancy equipment and everything like that, but it doesn't make the person, the person is making the equipment. So that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, like, and the more I thought about this and I've had plenty of time to think about this, um, and I've sat back and I'm just like, what is my content actually doing? I want to be entertaining, but I want to be informative at the same time. And if there's only three avenues, three forms of making it, then I want to create more. And so I see these, I see these groups. I felt this way. I've watched other people and I figured I wanted to dedicate this to you all as small streamers that you all are trying your hardest and I, I feel your pain. I feel you. It is not easy. Uh, there are a lot of people that can sit there and say, well, it's all on you to do all everything that you need to do, but that is not true. Sometimes it is the platform. Like some of the things that you can utilize to some of the things that you can utilize and will actually help you that Twitch is taking away. And it just like, there's, there's gotta be a, there's, there's just gotta be a, 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 a balanced way of looking at this, right? Uh, some of y'all are opposite though. Some of y'all are small content creators on the way up. And I want to congratulate you all. I want to congratulate you all personally, because like you all, uh, people like you all pave the way for those that don't feel like they can do anything. Uh, people like you all, uh, bring light to the darkest areas of, a, of, a, of, of, of the industry. So I personally would like to thank you. Um, and just really the other advice that I have too, is that if you're going to network for network, or if you're going to do follow for follow, realize that they are your competition. Even if you're friends, you can be friends and still be competition. Realize they are your competition too. There is no ends. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. It's impossible to do. Like you can collab all you want to, but one of you is going to grow faster than the other. And that's just reality. And you have to be able to face that. If you're going to continue to sit down and actually do this, realize that and my last piece of advice is always worry about quality over quantity. Some people that I've watched grow, my good friend Mesh surpassed me. Uh, and he streams like one day a week. 
And that's because he he has quality content. It doesn't matter about your about your logos or anything like that. He has quality fucking content. The dude gets on and he is just genuinely happy. And he has one of those personalities. Like if you listen back to what I said about my personality versus his, like he has that personality. He's really cool fucking people, right? Like you got to look at yourself. A lot of this is just looking inside yourself. Don't get so caught up in the, the physical, like the, what you have and what you're, don't get so caught up in the aesthetics of your stream that you forget that you also, that you make the aesthetics of your stream come to life is all I'm saying. And that's the end of this episode, man. I hope that this was insightful. I hope that this spoke to a lot of people. I hope that, um, I know I was all over the place and I apologize for that. I hope that this really spoke to y'all. Um, I hope that, uh, the things, cause again, I'm not in any position to try and build anybody up, but you know, I do believe that if you have somebody to relate to, like, man, we can pull from each other from so many different ways, even though we're competition, we can still pull from each other. And I do believe that, you know, as friendly as we are, as friendly as we could be, uh, even though we we're still competition, it doesn't mean that we can't help each other in, in certain ways. You know what I mean? Like maybe you could tell me what you found in your experiences as, as, as a streamer or, or your, uh, your experiences as a content creator, your experiences with maybe some of the equipment, maybe some of the people that you've met over the time. Like they, these are things that are very important. And I think that we just forget that, these are, uh, I, I, I think that at the end of the day, like it's easy to forget like our humanness in this, in, in streaming or in content creating is very easy to forget that you're human too. You're not a robot. Nobody is, nobody can do the same thing in the same way. And, you know, I, I just really hope this spoke to y'all. So with that being said, you know, for my YouTubers, definitely leave a comment in the, in the, uh, leave, leave a comment in the, in the space below and, uh, and, and tell me some of your experiences. Maybe there's some things I was wrong about. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you can elaborate better on some of the things that I was talking about. Maybe, maybe I'm just a piece of shit and you can just tell me that. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but at the end of the day, you know, I just want to, I just wanted to speak to those people that feel the frustration that feel, that feel left out or even the opposite the people that are growing that are climbing even though you're climbing it's a hard climb you know what i mean so definitely leave a comment for my youtubers uh i will have the twitter and uh i will have the twitter in my description uh i think i put it in the last time i don't remember if i did or not but uh uh with that being said you know um it it it, it, it uh Definitely, definitely check out the extra content. I will go on the first episode and I, I do solemnly swear this. I'm going to type this out. The first episode will be the behind the scenes of the Alleycast uh, on Patreon, which if you want to catch it, it's just a dollar just to get in. That's all. That's all you need is just a dollar. If you want to support, it is just a dollar to go into Patreon and catch that extra stuff starting October. So I will have more. I will have more on that. Uh, uh, by episode 12. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, I am posting two episodes this week. Uh, 
actually within the same day. So make sure you stay tuned for the other one. It's a it's a back to back. It's a back to back. I just felt like this one deserved uh, this one deserved an episode of its own because, you know, I've visited a lot of communities. I've talked with a lot of people uh, and. Uh, I think it's time for for somebody, not just a bigger content creator, but small ones to to be able to speak out on it too. So, uh, make sure you check the, check this out. Uh, again, y'all have a good week, uh, and I will see you for the next episode today. Peace.